The most lie-filled State of the Union address in history. Lady Gaga cancels shows because of pain. The DJ that groped Taylor Swift got a new job. Los Angeles school shooting. There's a lot of bad news, but the good news is... Uh, hello, uh, <laughs> that's my impression of a creaky doorway. What is going on? <laughs> hello and welcome to The Good News Is, a good news show for creaky doorways. <laughs> I'm your host. Oil those things right up with our podcast. Ooh, gross. I'm your host, Olivia Taylor. <laughs> and I'm your squeaky door, Dan Newfer. The Good News Is a show about happy thoughts, happy events, and happy people. We take staying informed about the bad news seriously, but we focus on the delightful stories that you should know about, because sometimes you just need a smile. It's the squeaky door it is. <laughs> that was good. That was fun. Yeah. Yep. It's the good it's- news is. There you go. Mm-hmm. See, I got it. <laughs> You remembered what our podcast was called. It's been so long since we recorded it. It so. has been. I couldn't remember. I thought for sure it was Squeaky Door is. But Squeaky Door is the new hot show coming to you live. <laughs> get, get, get it while it's hot. Get it while it's squeaky. It reminds me of it. I always really like, you know how when you watch a movie when you're a kid and like little things stick out to you? Yeah. I always really liked in The Wizard of Oz when they put oil on the Tin Man. Oh, yeah, that's lo- uh, pretty I satisfying. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's all rusted over. That's exactly what our podcast is. It's, it's, the, it's the smooth oil to your creaky ears in the morning time blues. Oh, I thought you were going to say it's a rusty man covered in silver paint. Yuck. Yuck. <laughs> a rusty man just makes me want to vomit. <laughs> it's like an old shitty dude who's also for some reason covered in like dirt and sores. Sores. Okay. Know. Anyway, <laughs> how's it going, babe? It's going well. Uh, for our, the it, uh, there might be you may not be able to hear it now, but in the recording, you may be able to pick up on the sound of some sort of bird sort of tweeting in the background. Uh, that's the sound of Donald Trump. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. Um, there's a bird. Tweet, 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 tweet. Just going. Though you're doing the bird. I was wondering what you were doing. I thought you were just bored with me talking, so you started singing. <laughs> No, I was, I was being a bird. Oh, nice. There's a, I decided you're a bird, to, I'm a bird. What? We could put a bird on it. That's from the notebook. Oh, God. <laughs> so cheesy. Um, I, it's such a beautiful day here in lovely Melbourne, Australia, that I decided to record this outside. Um, so hopefully that's not too disruptive, but it's a little, we'll call it a kookaburra, because tr- he's chopped in the old gum tree. What? You never heard that? Kookaburra trout in the old gum tree. That's not in any, oh, like, in literally yeah. no way, in no planet, is that the melody? So I, I started singing and I said, no, nope, I don't know. The, I can't. I got no melody. I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Um, How are you? So this week we're not video recording each other, video Skyping. We're just audio Skyping. 
Yeah. So I'm just looking at Dan's Skype profile picture. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not he's not not smiling. <laughs> but he does look like he is I surprised? So, yeah, I think I, I sort of look like I'm trying to do an impression of like a really happy camel. Yeah, yeah. I think I'll have to post this one on the inst- the old Instagram. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say the old Instacart. <laughs> um, I'm doing great. My f- Well, great? Mm, I'm doing okay because I just <laughs> ate a lot of Reese's Pieces and oh, I feel you. a little ill. But... Yeah, I was going to say, you're, gonna, you're feeling great for the next five minutes and then you're just going to be a bear. Yeah. Um, my friend came and stayed with me for a couple of days to keep me company while... Uh, Dan is across the world, and um, I have watched a lot of Jane the Virgin today. You lead a wild and fascinating life. I also <laughs> crossed or er, embroidered, so. Shocking. If anyone's keeping tabs, that's probably 1,000 times that Liv said she embroidered today. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what's your hobby? Is it as productive as embroidery? No. My hobby is producing this podcast, so boom, <laughs> roasted. Nice yes and, babe. Thanks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I uh, hung out with my friend for a couple of days, and that is the extent of my excitement. I had Shake Shack. We did? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. I still have never had Shake Shack. I burned my face so hard on the cheese that came out of the mushroom burger. Mushroom. It's not a burger, so- but it, I mean, it's a mushroom. So sandwich, maybe. So walk me through this. You burned your entire face on some cheese. Did you, was it some sort of like exfoliating cheese? Were you doing a cheese mask? Opa. <laughs> yep, that's it. That's the only answer I was looking for. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, um, so sorry. Yeah, sorry we missed last week's. Um, just, you know, the, the travel and, and trying to sync up on a, a good time. Um, just didn't end up working out for us, but I think this week's episode will be a little bit longer. Um, so hopefully that makes up for it. And, uh, you know, we warned ya. So what? Who was that? We, we warned you kids that we were going to miss some episodes. Oh my God. I forgot to say something that is really great. Okay. Cougar Town is now on Hulu. (laughs) (laughs) Have you updated the listeners on the, the Cougar Town saga? No, but you... The Cougar Town Expedition? No, why don't you? Uh, okay, yes. Let's, let me secondhand Cougar Town. <laughs> uh, Liv and her sister and brother-in-law have been watching Cougar Town in my absence, I suppose. I guess her... Abs- anyway, um, they have been sort of binge-watching it, but it's apparently incredibly difficult to get the seasons, so... They, um, like a 1990s Midwest grandma who doesn't really know what to do with her grandkids, they were renting the, C- the DVDs from the library. Well, actually, Ellen and Brad owned the first three seasons on DVD. Ah, okay. So they were trying to get the, the other seasons from, first of all, owning anything on DVD at this point is adorable <laughs> uh, and useless. It was not just useless. a massive waste of space. It was great. Uh, so yeah, they, uh, 
they got it. They rented it from the library. They they reserved it because it was already booked out. Because apparently there's a huge market for Cougar Town DVDs at the Los Angeles Library. The Silver Lake Library. <laughs> Silver Lake Library. So they booked it, or they like reserved it. When it came back in, it came back in. They let their reservation lapse, and when they went to get it, it was already rebooked. <laughs> so, <laughs> these Cougar Town DVDs are passing hands like. Crazy. It's wild. I don't understand why it's happening. Um, but we're huge. Well, Ellen and Brad met. <laughs> they love Cougar Town, and they actually won a contest where they got to go to Florida and meet some of the cats. <laughs> Such a ridiculous show to do that for. Um, but we're all huge Busy Phillips fans, so. Um, <laughs> We've been trying to obtain the last few seasons of the show, um, and I woke up yesterday, and it was listed on Hulu, and I was so excited. I, I, I wish, I, I'm going to try to, I'm going to enter all competitions for the television show Smallville, a show that I don't care, nor I don't think anyone cares about, and, and just see if I can win, and just sort of be like... Oh, yeah, I'm not super into this, but thanks for selecting me. In what world do you think Smallville is still on TV? It isn't? That, in a world where Superman ro- rules all. That was from, like, <laughs> 2004, maybe? Hey, listen, I, sorry I'm not up on my uh, That's 14 years CW ago. television shows on the CW. That was when it was on the WB. Does the WB exist anymore? No, it's the CW now. Let me see. 2001 so just, to 2011. Wait, so they just advanced the le- one letter by one and then put the thing down, flipped it, and reversed it here. The, 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 the WB became the CW? Yeah. Come on. Work a little harder, Warner Brothers. Although Warner the show Bros. was on for 10 years. That's pretty surprising. Um, so very exciting this week. Um, we are introducing two new segments. One, a temporary segment, and then uh, one, a, a permanent segment. Um, I mean, as as we have things. Um, so the temporary segment is, uh, I'm gonna, it's, called, it's called Australia Later. Uh, <laughs> it's maybe called that. And I'm just going to give you a bit of an update on what's going on in Australia. So that's obviously just like while I'm here, um, which I'll get to in a little bit. But I think more, perhaps more permanently and excitingly, um, we're we're introducing a segment called uh, Good News Comes to Those Who Wait, uh, where we're just going to talk you through a few updates to some of the things we may have covered in the past. So uh, in this week, we actually just have one update for you, uh, which I found. So I'll I'll walk through. Um, I actually don't think I told Liv this, but um, the good news episode, uh, good news update here is that uh, the we previously talked about the autonomous flying car. Well, one of the main companies of that. There are many. Uh, not the one we covered, but uh, Airbus just completed its first successful flight. Whoa. Yeah, like, so, like, I think when we talked about this in the past, um, it was mostly, like, plans, like, drawings and sketches and maybe, like, little mini prototypes. Now that, like, I'm talking successful flight, like, they built the real deal, like, a, a something that a few humans could fit inside of, and then they did, it did a, just a 50-second flight, but it went 16 feet up in the air, flew a distance, like horizontally and then landed no problem whatsoever 
Very cool. That's awesome. Pretty wild. Yep. So Flubber. hopefully those are coming soon. Flubber, what? Yeah, it's run by Flubber. He has a flying car in Flubber. Yeah, but the Flubber is just because it's like a sentient organism. You know what we didn't share, speaking of Flubber, that we didn't share that I wish that we would have in our last app is how good the movie Jumanji is. The new one. <laughs> we didn't cover that? I don't think so. Everybody go see it. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's super good. Also, three billboards. This is just be- going to become a new movie review podcast. No, I just... Jumanji. <laughs> we'll just stick with Jumanji. All right, fine. Well, also three billboards, but Jumanji was amazing. Yeah. Uh, okay, so do you want to go first or second or... Those are the uh, two options. I don't care. Okay, I'll go third. Uh, why don't you go first? I'll go first since I'll do Australian update, um, the, uh, the, that Australian thing after you go. How about that? Okay. Um, okay, cool. So I have a bit of, um, like an, I call it like a niche one, like a small one to go over. There's actually a lot of really good news stuff that came out recently, but this one I just thought was super cool. Um, so I wanted to talk about it a little bit. Um, so the good news that I have for this week is that Alabama, um, a a controversial state to say the least, <laughs> who's had some really nice wins lately, um, is about to pass a bill that would ban smokers from smoking in a vehicle, moving or not, when a minor is present. Oh, very cool. I've heard of other states doing this. Yeah, so uh, I'll give you a little bit uh, more background. There are uh, there are other states who've done it. Um, I'll, I'll go into that in a little bit. But so um, minor means uh, anyone under the age of 19, which is super cool. Um, the fine would be $100 if you're caught, whether it's uh, moving or not moving. Um, and I, I think this is really good news because especially having been in Australia for a little while, um, Australia is a country that's like, their government is all about that like little nudge in the right direction because people, uh, I think a lot of people don't um, outwardly consider the ramifications of their actions uh, <laughs> in, a, in a lot of cases. Um, so Australia seem- seemingly is, a, for a lot of reasons that I could go into, but I won't here, it's a country uh, or a government of like little nudges in the right direction not not necessarily major issues like we're going to throw you in jail if you do this thing but little things that help you remember that what you're doing is not a good idea and so i think this is super cool um and as you mentioned alabama would be joining a list of california maine oregon and virginia but why why this is interesting is because of alabama's history of being super conservative um, not really appreciating or or valuing those little nudges, as I refer to them, or they might consider them government control. Um, so having a, a state that is so um, conservative past this, uh, could we could see the ball start rolling across the country. Um, and this is really, really, actually really important. As I was doing some research, I was like, why is that such a big deal? Um, there are like a mass multitudes of studies that absolutely almost entirely prove that um, there's a major connection in um, children who grew up with around secondhand smoke and the, and heart disease as adults. Um, So, you know, even if you don't smoke as in your entire life and into, into adulthood um, growing up around secondhand smoke can lead to very, very, or does lead to, to very serious um, health risks in the future. Um, and the the Democratic lawmaker who introduced this bill very rightly pointed out that 
um, for kids, uh, anyone under the age of 19, uh, growing up around secondhand smoke isn't a choice, right? You don't get to, you get to choose whether or not you want to smoke, but you don't get to choose whether or not your parents, your grandparents, your siblings, your aunts and uncles are going to smoke around you. Um, and so that's not really fair that someone else is sort of writing your, your, your health future for you. Um, so I think this is just a really great way to nudge people in the right directions to say, hey, you may enjoy destroying your lungs, but you don't really get the right to, uh, to, to write a heart disease check for, for the miners in the car. And I think it also speaks to me really well because I did grow up around a lot of secondhand smoke, not with my parents, but with my grandparents and, and extended family. So I think this is just a really great thing, and um, I'm hoping the passing of it in a, in a conservative state really gets the ball rolling. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I guess my question is, how can they do under 19 if you're allowed to smoke when you're 18? The reason it's 19 is because the legal age for tobacco use in Alabama is actually 19, um, not 18 like it is in most places. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, I just think that's just really great. And it's, as I said, I've seen a lot of really cool nudges in the right direction. Like um, there's a government law here. That says on all um, tobacco products, there has to be, it's kind of funny, but it's also good. Um, there has to be a giant sign uh, that on it that says, smoking kills. Uh, <laughs> so you literally have to write smoking kills whenever you're selling tobacco products, which is like, we're not going to necessarily throw you in jail for smoking cigarettes. We're not going to, you know, we're not going to arrest you or give you a massive ticket. We're just going to remind you that this is not a good idea. And so I think this is a really good sort of uh, a good type of legislation that's like a $100 fine. Yeah, that's for some people that could make or break. But for the general, for the sort of majority of people, um, it's going to be really a a huge nuisance to get that $100 ticket. But it's also probably going to make you remember, shoot, I probably shouldn't be smoking in the car with my, you know, seven-year-old. I mean, it's amazing to me that people are still smoking in this day and age, but I guess, I mean, I guess that could come from, you know, if you grew up smoking as a young child because of your circumstances, you know, some people start smoking when they're like 12. And then they keep going their whole life, but hopefully this will encourage people to, to start, you know, to quit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and just one more thing I wanted to say about this. Um, this really reminded me of the whole clicker to ticket thing that I think you know we were privy to because it came around when we were kids. Um, so this was there was sort of the same idea. Like everyone thought, why would I wear a seatbelt? That's ridiculous. Um, there's a statistic that showed in like the 80s, eleven um, percent of drivers actually wore seatbelts. Just like what? Oh my um, god! And so you like. Nowadays, we're like, yeah, you wear a seatbelt because it makes sense and could save your life in a number of situations where you don't need to die or be injured. Um, But it wasn't a law before, so it was really, you know, really low. Uh, But then in uh, the 84, when New York passed the law, um, five years later, almost every state also passed the law. So I think really all it takes is, you know, proven success that passing a little bit of minor legislation nudges in the right direction um paired with just sort of the general populace realizing that this really isn't that disruptive to your day-to-day life like you can wear this cloth around your waist or you can wait 30 minutes to go have that cigarette outside of the car like it doesn't disrupt your life all that much 
Um, and those sorts of things, uh, you know, start to make uh, a prevalent and really successful federal or, or at least, you know, nationwide law. Um, so are they thinking, have they heard any backlash from it at all? Does it say? So it hasn't passed yet. Oh, okay. um, it's, it's just gotten through the, uh, the state house. Um, but there's, there's no anticipation that it won't, you know, push through uh, to finalization. Um, but yeah, I mean, there's no, I, in, in my research, I didn't find any, you know, outward backlash just from people, uh, like people saying anything about it. Um, I think it's just one of those, it's a classic case of, um, I, I this isn't gonna, this is, even if I smoke in my car around my five-year-old, I get why I shouldn't, so like yeah. this is not that big a deal. Yeah, and I think your comparison of um to clicker ticket is really good. You know, I think it's also um comparable to um the DUI, the increase on DUI um Yeah. Yep. punishments as well. Yeah, that one's DUI, of course. And, yeah, there that's a much stronger quote unquote nudge in the right direction, but it also has way more direct you know, consequences and, and risks. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I just, I thought this was a really cool story and I think it just really, I keep saying it, but it really spoke to me because I've been really impressed with these little nudges that I'm seeing in Australia. Um, e- even in like the way they regulate their banks and things like that, it's just, you know, the government's here to make sure that the consumer, or the, you know, the individual citizen is, you know, represented most effectively. Um, and I think that's just a really good way of policymaking. Um, we're not going to do anything that absolutely destroys you if you break this law, but we are going to, you know, encourage you to do the right thing, nudge you in the right direction. Yeah, that's so, like how in cool. Europe they have um, like pictures of blackened lungs and stuff on their cigarette yeah, boxes. Yeah, yep, exactly. Like, hey, you, you, are, you are free to do whatever you want. You have free will. Do what you need, but we're, we're going to let you know you know, what's happening, what, what could happen to you. And we're going to uh, put some guardrails around where you're allowed to uh, affect other people with that, that decision. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Well, that's awesome. Yeah. So super small one. Um, but I just think it's a really cool, cool story. And I was, I'm excited about it because I super hate cigarette smoke. <laughs> I do too. I am with you. I, whenever I see someone smoking on the street, I always just start coughing. Okay, that seems a little aggressive. No, it's very subtle. It's passive aggressive. Oh, gotcha. Yes, it's very passive aggressive no matter what. What do you mean? Oh, God, I wish there weren't cigarettes here. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, well, should I share nice. my story? Yeah. Um, all right, so mine is um, regarding sports. What? Yeah. It's um that is it the Australian rugby team? It's it's that the Patriots and the uh Whoa, 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 whoa. You're gonna talk about football, American football? No, I'm not. I was just freaking you out. I am gonna talk about sports, but I I was <laughs> gonna jerk. try to freak you out about who was playing in the Super Bowl, but I don't know the other team. Wait. Patriots and Dolphins? No, no, Dolphins didn't even make the playoffs. Oh, they made the playoffs, but they got out early. The Patriots and the Seahawks. Ooh, no, you're you sort of have a similar uh, type of mascot and a and a similar um, sounding name. What? <laughs> the Patriots and the 
Seahawks. You literally just said the same thing is the thing there. <laughs> What's the other team? What's the other like iconic uh, American pride symbol? Eagles. There it is. Philadelphia <laughs> the Eagles. The Patriots and the Eagle. Yeah. America's ball. Okay. Well, I'm just excited for the Justin Timberlake concert. Uh, anyway, so Ugh. mine. It, not lately. Yeah, that's true. Sorry. I'm not into Justin Timberlake <laughs> lately. But uh, <laughs> so mine is that um, in 2019, the Cle- Cleveland. Oh, my God. Oh. oh, my God. I'm so sorry. I just. <laughs> I had a glass of water sitting out. I didn't realize it was sitting in the sun, and I'm not kidding. It was boiling hot. It like burnt my tongue a little bit just now. Sorry. <laughs> right as I was about to say what mine was. Ah, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. 2019. The Cleveland Indians will be abandoning their Chief Wahoo logo. What? Mm-hmm. No way. Yes. Really? Yeah. Remember we were just talking about this? Yes, that that was almost a candidate for uh, the good news comes for those who to those who wait. But this is a this is too big of an event. What do you what are they going to do? Are they going to change their name? Wait, what was a candidate? I just mean we've talked about it before, so we could have just done it in the update. But this is this is too big a news. Oh, so no, I th- I don't know that we talked about it on here. I think we just talked about oh. it in our life. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Um, s- okay, but tell me, are they going to change their name? No, well, no. So that's the thing. It's just, <laughs> okay. It's just one teeny tiny step forward. Um, oh, I, I just made the mistake of seeing a comment on this post, and I regret that. I'm going to cover that up. Um, okay, but uh, it's a teeny tiny step. I assume forward. it was a very racist comment. Yes, that they are um, that they're they're deciding to no longer use this logo. Um, which, if you're not familiar with the the logo, it's a it's a caricature of a Native American chief. Um, it originally it's just like it's just like a doofy, doughy faced red person, like. If you ask the most racist person in the world to draw Native American, they wouldn't even be able to come up with this, the absurdity that is this logo. Well, I don't know <laughs> if you've seen the original one, but that one had like buck teeth and like. Oh, yeah. yeah, it, yeah. Almo- it was it's, almost worse if it could possibly be worse, but. It's like unbelievable that, that no one has said anything about like debate about, cha- about changing Native American team names aside. Like. Come on with this logo. Well, like the, it's so blatantly racist. The reason that you and I started talking about it a while back was because I was like, there's so much um, uh, movement to try to change the Washington Redskins team name, but <laughs> we, right. we still have the Clin- Cleveland Indians, their name and <laughs> yeah. their logo is horrible, but uh, it's super bad. Yeah. So I guess. Um, it's going to be in 2019 that they're doing this. Not really sure why, but basically um, what it's going to be is that it's going to be not be on any Sorry. of the players um, on field uniforms and it's okay. not going to be on banners or signage at whatever the stadium is that they play at. Is it called a stadium? Yeah. Okay. Or park. Um, mm-hmm. So, and it's not going to be sold by any MLB official um, retailers. Wow. Um, nice. Other retailers will still be selling it because unfortunately the MLB doesn't have the ability to mm. make them pull it. Um, 
but the MLB is holding on to the the ownership of the logo because if they release the logo, then someone else will be able to scoop it up and start using it for something else. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah so they're going to maintain sense. ownership over that. And um, I guess the reason that um, they decided to change it finally was because um, the commissioner of baseball, <laughs> which apparently... Commissioner Gordon. Which a, Commissioner Gordon, what's that from? <laughs> Batman. Oh, yeah. Um, the commissioner of baseball apparently has been putting pressure on the, um, the, let me see here, the Cleveland's chairman and chief executive to make the change for about a year. Oh, wow. Um, so I guess mm. that bodes well for the commissioner of baseball as opposed to commissioner of, of American football. Um, but yeah, I don't do you know I want I I don't know anything about the commissioner of baseball actually, which probably means he's not so bad a guy. <laughs> yeah, I don't know anything about him. He's either. not in the news. <laughs> uh so I mean, I I think that this is definitely a small step forward in in getting mm-hmm. rid of the racism um that surrounds this kind of um marketing and branding. Um hopefully they'll be changing the name in the near future. Um I don't anticipate that that will go smoothly, <laughs> uh, but they yeah, no. they've had this logo since 1948. Yeah, wow. Yeah, and apparently it was because um, they actually had the first Native American baseball player on their team. So to honor <laughs> him, they made up a very racist logo. Wow. So what started as like a maybe a like. Maybe a sort of nice and and I don't know that it was positive thing ended in or has has turned has been turned into just horrible. I don't know that it was really to honor him. It was more so to be like we're the team that has the Native American on it. Yeah, I guess that's fair. <laughs> um. So. Uh, yeah. So they're getting rid of it. Um. There has been some backlash from some, you know, racist people. Um, yeah, idiots. <laughs> but generally, I mean, it's been pretty um, exciting for the the general public who um, knows right from wrong. Yeah, absolutely. And especially, I, I know how much of a fan I am of the Lions, for instance. If they had a racist logo, I'd be like, oh, God, I want to be a fan, but like that's not okay. So, for the good fans of Cleveland, you've got to imagine they're like, they're like, okay, I feel a little bit better about being a fan of my team now from where I'm from. Well, the NFL has just so many problems in and of itself. I know. I'm just saying that one in particular. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at a history of the Cleveland Indians logos here, and you mentioned the previous one, the one from like 46 to 48 or something like that. It literally looks like a bad Simpsons character. Yeah. It- like it looks like an intentionally racist simpsons character it's so bad i mean it's ridiculous how long this went on for you know (laughs) yeah um no what's so funny is from 1915 to 1927 it looks like they had like just a regular old cool c and then they started to get into trouble (laughs) i don't i don't understand why i it like i truly can't comprehend this like how is this the logo for so long (laughs) yeah i mean i went to a school that i went to central michigan university and our 
team was the Chippewas and I hated it the whole entire time that I was there. Yeah. But the logo was a C. So Right. Yeah. And I mean, still not to defend it, it like um Mount Pleasant is a very heavily Native American like region, heavily populated by actual Native Americans. So Arguably, it had a little bit more defense, but still bad. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that there was a deal with the casino owners and the college. Like, ah. yeah, there was something that had to do with that. But anyway, mm. um, so yeah, that's my good news. And I'm, I'm hoping that... Fire up chips. You know, I'm, ho- <laughs> I'm hoping that um, maybe the Cleveland, the, some, whatever, Browns. Who are the Browns? Yeah. Cincinnati. Well, no, Cleveland, Cleveland Browns. So it's the Cleveland Indians and the Cleveland Browns. Just two. Oh, shit. I never even made the connection that Browns was racist. Yeah. I just always was like, okay, they wanted to name the team after the color brown. Nope, it's a tribe. Oh, shit. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then Jeez. the Red Sox or Red Sox, Redskins, Redskins. Um, and there's, I think another one that I can't think of right now. Strangely, I actually don't think there are any racist, um, hockey teams. Like, like I can't think of any off the top. I can't either. Or basketball. <laughs> uh, I think there's a basketball one. What? Well, maybe not. <laughs> anyway. Um, so yeah, I mean, hopefully those other teams. Oh, the Blackhawks. Oh yeah. Um, (laughs) definitely. (laughs) Hopefully those other teams follow suit. Um, hopefully, you know, the Cleveland Indians actually have their name changed. I thought while we were here, we could come up with, um, a new name for the Cleveland Indians. Oh, I like that. Yeah. So mine Um, is the the, the, Cleveland armpits. The armpits, yeah. because Cleveland is the armpit of America. Yeah, because Ohio is the armpit of America. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm going to go Cleveland Drew Carries. Cleveland <laughs> Carries. That's got, look at that. It's got alliteration. The Cleveland Thick-Rimmed Glasses. I'm going to go with the Cleveland Owls. Okay, why is that? I don't know. I was just thinking about just Hedwig. Nice. Okay, cool. Yeah, I like it. <laughs> the Cleveland Clevels. What's a Clevel? We had a so we had a um a choir teacher. Uh, he's one of the best choir teachers that's ever existed. Granted, but he had this. He used to get angry with you if he got angry with you for for instance screaming in the middle of a performance like I did one time with Ryan Anderson. Um, he you'd come into class the next day and from all the way down the hall he would lock eyes with you. And he would just stare at you until you walked in the classroom and he wouldn't say anything. He'd keep staring at you and you wanted to just die and never and cease to exist. And we used to call it the evil Cleveland. So maybe the Cleveland evil Clevels. Whoa, that, you're going to have to give a real pitch to the, the team. To the, and- yeah, I think it's a good one. And, you just, and, the, and the logo is literally just that stare. It's just the two eyes with a slightly raised eyebrow and, a furrow, and then the rest of it's furrowed. It's terrifying. Uh, the Cleveland Disco Balls. Oh, yeah? Why is that? They're, I like them. Okay. Um, the, the Cleveland... Um, the Cleveland LGBTQI Pride guys. <laughs> no, because then you're making a mascot out of LGBTQ. You're making a mascot out of molehills. Uh, the Cleveland Pizza. 
Mm, yeah, yeah. I'm literally sitting here trying to think of what Cleveland is known for, and I'm coming up empty in every way, shape, or form other than the Drew Carey show. Um, they're um, known for Dwayne Wade. That's not true. <laughs> what? They're known for LeBron James, maybe is what you meant. Yeah. Basketball yeah, is tough. Yeah. I think there's a drink that we used to make called the Cleveland Steamer. That's a sex position. I'm going to delete that. What is the name of the the basketball team that LeBron James plays on? The Cavaliers. Yeah, so they could just say the Cleveland Cavaliers, part two. I've actually always thought that, that a city's teams should all have the same mascot. I thought that would be way, way cooler. Just like it's the Cleveland Cavaliers basketball, Cleveland Cavaliers baseball, Cleveland Cavaliers. <laughs> I don't like Cleveland Cavaliers. It's really hard to say. <laughs> What's a Cavalier? It was like they're like crusaders, I think. I think they're like people who rode horses and, you know. Okay, well, my final, my final um, suggestion is still in the vein of food, but it's the Cleveland hot dogs. Um, do they make good hot dogs there? Baseball. Oh, the Cleveland Franks. Ah, okay. So. Ooh, here you go. John Glenn is from um, Ohio, as is Tony Morrison. So maybe the Cleveland Glenn Morrisons? The Cleveland Astronauts. Whoa. Yes, they should absolutely. That's it. We got it. Okay. They should absolutely be the Cleveland Astronauts. All right. Well, so that would be so fun. They would, honestly, they would be my new favorite baseball team if they were the Cleveland Astronauts. We'll start a change.org petition, everybody. Okay. Change to the Cleveland Astronauts. <laughs> oh, wait, but the Houston Astros is a team. <laughs> oh. Damn it. You still win. Okay. Um, okay, so right. what, what's next? Australia, Australia, Australia love ya? Uh-huh. That's it. You got it. You named it right. I knew it. Um, wait, I forgot. Say what time it is there. It's currently 3.55 p.m. on Sunday. It's 8.55 p.m. on Saturday where I am. Okay. Just that. Yeah, the Super, Bowl is, the Super Bowl is um, for you in 12. No, that doesn't work. I was going to say for you the Super Bowl is in 12 hours, but the Super Bowl is also in 12 hours for me. It's just that's a different time. Are you going to watch the Super Bowl? <laughs> um, or I mean 24 hours, not 12 hours. Uh, yes, I am actually. At work? Yeah, they uh the our 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 client said, um, "What are you guys doing on Monday for the Super Bowl?" And we said, "Oh, well, we'll just kind of like get updates on our phone." He said, "No, you won't. Just go to the bar around the corner. They're going to be playing it, and come back to work afterward." What? Yeah, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, he's a good guy. Australians are fucking awesome. That's the moral of the story, okay. which is a great segue yeah. into Australia later. <laughs> Knife. That's a knife. Uh, yeah, so Australia has been amazing. And uh, as we've mentioned before, we actually have quite a few Australian listeners um, from very wild regions that I never knew existed in Australia, which is super cool. Um, they may not be exciting to you, uh, people who live there, but exciting names to me because I was like, that's a city I've never heard of in my entire life. Um, but I thought um, 
we'd give a little while I'm here, just give a little nod to um, our, all our Australian listeners uh, and give our listeners a little taste of what Australia is really like. Because um, I had a lot of preconceived notions and I'm happy to report that at least 70% of them were very wrong. Um, you guys aren't so, just eating shrimp off the Barbie all day? That is one of the things. <laughs> uh, dingo so we'll get my baby. A dingo did eat someone's baby. That's true. Although there's controversy around the story because uh, there's, the woman also is just like a really unfit mother. Yeah. I just sort of think about Elaine saying that on Seinfeld. <laughs> I didn't know it was a real story. It was a real news story. Oh, yeah. Uh, anyway, um, so yeah, so we've had, I've had such an amazing time in my short time here. Um, we did the Australian Open two weekends ago. Last weekend, we did the Great Ocean Road, which if you ever get a chance to come to Australia, you have to do the uh, the Great Ocean Road. You drive just miles down the coast and you just see the most beautiful views of, of cliffs and, and waves in the ocean. And it's absolutely incredible. You stop at um, landmarks called the Twelve Apostles and the London Bridge or just London Bridge, which are just rock formations formed in really interesting things, interesting ways. Um, yeah, my friend Madison you, told me that we had to go there, Madison Bartel. Yeah, it's, uh, and she, I mean, she, she is correct. It's, it's incredible. Um, we stopped uh, along the way uh, at, a, at an area where we just looked at actual wild koalas and trees. Um, there was a point along the trail where we were walking through a rainforest. There was also a point where you could put a little bit of um, seed in your hand, and I'm not kidding, literally, literally, parrots would fly out of the trees and land on you softly and gently and eat out of your hand like you were a disney goddamn princess <laughs> it was amazing yeah he facetimed me uh, with a bird in his hand he sure did it was i mean just stupid just like i'm gonna my next little segment here is talking about some stereotypes one one of the stereotypes that is very valid is that australia's wildlife is just otherworldly. it's some it's beyond compare um in a great way obviously in a deadly way too although i've never i haven't seen any deadly ones yet um so uh all that lots of other things to come um talking about what we've done but for this first iteration of this segment i wanted to explore some um of the australian stereotypes that i have learned uh, or have known and have learned uh, whether or not they are valid. So, um, so hopefully you enjoy this, Liv, and listeners. Okay. First and foremost, the toilets, do they spin the opposite direction? The answer is no, because they don't. They don't spin. <laughs> they just sort of, it's like a different toilet, and they literally just like, just like opens, and then it, the water goes down. Weird. It doesn't, they, they're not like bowls, like in the States. Weird. So, answer your question, no, they don't. Maybe they would if they had bowls, but they don't. Um, shrimp on the Barbie, very, super a thing. Like, very much super a real thing. Really? <laughs> Everyone is always serving prawns, shrimp. Everyone is always having a barbecue. It's very, very, very much a thing. Um, I'm... I may have said this in the last episode, but it's funny enough to to repeat. It bears repeating. Um, one of the people I was talking with here said, "Oh yeah, this weekend we're gonna uh, we're gonna have a nice little time. We're having some friends and family over. We're gonna put some prawns on the grill." And I just looked at her and I went, "Ah, come on!" And she goes, 
Shrimp on the Bobby. Oh, man. (laughs) Yes. So good. Uh, So very much a thing. Um, Surprisingly, Foster's is not Australian for beer. Actual good beer is Australian for beer. There's no, I've literally not seen a can or Foster's on draft anywhere, which I legitimately was surprised by. I thought it would be like their Budweiser. What is Foster's? You never heard of Foster's? It's that like massive, it looks like a, a piggy bank. It's just like a huge can, a blue can. They had those commercials where the guy went, Foster's, Australian for beer. No. Oh, man. It's, it's real bad. Oh. Uh, it's really shitty beer, and it does not exist here. Like, I'm sure it exists, but like I've not seen it at all. And I've been to a few liquor stores, and the beer here is actually pretty much good overall. Oh, okay. Well, that's good to know. Yeah. Uh, there's a big stereotype that Australia doesn't have, a, like, culture, like, isn't a very cultured country. And I actually, uh, I've been saying this a little bit. Um, I think that's, a, there's, a, there's some truth to that. Um, and here's why I'll explain it a little further. Um, Australia, in many ways, like Canada, doesn't actually, I wouldn't say, in my assessments, granted, I'm no ethnographic expert, they don't have like their own culture in the same way that like China does or Italy does or France does. Um, I'm not going to say America because I think maybe America does, but I don't want to count it. Um, they don't have their own culture, but what they do have is an influence of like a choice few countries and they do those cultures better than anyone else does those cultures, which I think is super cool. Like, the um, various Asian cuisines and, and representations here are amazing and just sort of integrated into the city. Uh, Italians came in in like the uh, 60s and there's like incredible Italian food here, like legitimately like Italy level Italian food. Apparently the Greeks came in in like the uh, 40s and 50s and there's just like legitimate Greek food and, and, and shops and stuff like that all over the city. And well, I guess the city, I, I imagine the country. So pretty, I, I've, I've decided that, yeah, Australia does not necessarily have its own culture, quote unquote, which is, you know, not tr- actually true. Um, but they do a lot of other cultures better than even those cultures do their own culture. <laughs> Say culture again. Culture. <laughs> Um, Tim Tams are super gross. They love Tim Tams here. Do you know what Tim Tams are? They're just like this chocolate wafer covered in chocolate. And they're like, they they like sell them at grocery stores. That sounds amazing. They're not good, guys. I'm sorry. They're not good. They're just not good. Um, I thought, uh, I definitely thought Australia was going to be super meat crazy. Like I was, I wasn't nervous because, you know, I'll make it work, but I wasn't sure if I'd be able to find a lot of veg-friendly places, and I couldn't have been more wrong. Literally, and I'm using literally again, I could walk um, three blocks from my apartment right now, and I can name three all-veg um, and one of them all-vegan restaurants, and that's throughout the whole city. Oh, yeah, the vegetarian McDonald's. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's, it's, called, um, it's called Lord of the Fries, and it's stupid good. It's all. It's like a vegan fast food place. I can't wait to go um, there. It's so good. I am um, not ashamed to admit, very proud to admit that I went there for some French fries after drinking on Friday night. Then on Saturday, to, yesterday at about six o'clock, I was coming home from the beach all day, so I went and got a hot dog. 
And then I went out and saw a really great live band and about 12.30 rolled around. So I went back to Lord of the Fries and got myself some chicken nuggets. Oh my gosh. And you're sure it's all <laughs> vegan? Yes, it's 100% vegan. I like talked to the guy about it. That's so wild. And it's the food is so good. Like, so good. Uh, the last thing is that Australians actually love seeing koalas just as much as we do, <laughs> which is adorable. But, which was surprising, they super hate kangaroos. Like, everybody talks about how much they hate kangaroos, oh, yeah, how much this. of a nuisance they are. <laughs> it's pretty wild. It's sort of like uh, white-tailed deer in, in Michigan, like how much they're getting into things and, you know, causing traffic accidents and things like that. I was, I didn't know that. You didn't know that? that? No. Oh, I knew that. I thought everybody loved kangaroos. They're adorable. I don't really like them. Their pouches are so gross. Yeah, but don't look in their pouch. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the... I can't stop thinking about it. I mean, they made it seem cute. I've got gross bits too, but I'm not gross. Well, I'm pretty gross. I'm looking right now at the Lord of the Fries menu, and my mouth is watering, and number one. And your mouth one. is watering? <laughs> Yep, because they have Chicago style vegan hot dogs, and number they sure do. And number two, they used apostrophes incorrectly twice that I just found. Yeah, yeah. I didn't say they were known for their grandma grammar. Their grandma. <laughs> I didn't say they were known for their grandma. <laughs> grandma fry. Grandma fries. Um. So um, I'll say the extent of my knowledge about Australia comes from the classic film "Our Lips Are Sealed." Never heard of it. Oh, it's a tale about two young girls who are twins mm -hmm. and they go over to Australia and they meet two young boys and they go on adventures together. Adorable. And those two young girls are Mary-Kate and Ashley Olsen. Oh, God. <laughs> Enough. <laughs> our lips are sealed. It's, it's called Our Lips Are Sealed. Yeah, it's a great film and they eat Vegemite in it. I still haven't eaten Vegemite. Uh, maybe I'll have that update for one of our next ones. Mm. Save, I said to save it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. That's true. That's true. Um, so we uh, also... So, yeah. So, that brings an end to our... Uh, oh, sorry. Did you have another Australian no. thing? Uh, that brings an end to our, our temporary segment called Australia Later. Called Australia also Olivia. <laughs> nice. Wait, hold up. This isn't a movie. No. It's a tourism ad for Australia. Yes. Um, so anyway. we also got a story sent in to us by a listener. Yeah. Um, so thanks. Keep doing that. Yeah, yeah. Because it's super cool. Yes. So um, one that's, that's really exciting. We kind of mentioned it, um, I think, in our last episode about um, marijuana convictions and how marijuana is, since it's becoming legal in California, um, or just did become legal in California, um, we were curious if they were going to do anything about um, reversing the convictions of previously um, punished uh, people who had um, marijuana crimes on their record. So um, San Francisco has announced that it will wipe out thousands of marijuana convictions dating back to 1975. So cool. Yes. It's amazing. Like, that's just, that's... I'm so glad that a listener sent that in because I, I, I think we might have missed that. And that's, 
Honestly, I loved our two stories this week, but that's the best news that we've gotten in a long yeah, time, I would say. It definitely is. So it says nearly 5,000 felony marijuana convictions will be reviewed, recalled, and resentenced, and more than 3,000 misdeme- misdemeanors that were sentenced um, prior to Proposition 64's passage will be dismissed and sealed. Just incredible. Can you imagine those lives? How many lives are going to be? All of those people thought their, their goose was cooked for, in, in you know, small in like varying ways but yeah now they're just going to be wiped clean they have like a new lease on life for honestly a pro, in most cases probably all of those cases a crime that really doesn't matter at all yeah it says the move will clear people's records of crimes that can be barriers to employment and housing um yeah so i mean that's pretty fantastic <laughs> just it's amazing it's a start absolutely to, amazing. you know and the systemic racism surrounding yeah. marijuana and you know all the conservatives are going to be like oh letting criminals are no like of course they they review i'm sure they're doing a very thorough review of all of the crimes and ensuring that they're not also connected with other crimes and just saying these are legitimately only marijuana based so we're gonna let them go because this is now legal yes yeah so yeah. this is a win definitely a win um so yeah we're really excited and we'll have to keep an eye on it to see if other cities follow you know follow lead follow yeah and thank uh thank you so much to the listener who sent that in we didn't ask if that person wanted to be named but in the future if you send us something in and uh, let us know if you want to be named and we'll uh, we'll give you a little shout out on the show so thanks so much for the person who sent that in yeah so um what is the song this week yeah. Um, so well, this week was the Grammys. Last week was the Grammys. Dan uh, got finally got over pretending like he didn't know what the Grammys are. I don't. I never pretended like I didn't know. I just always get them confused. <laughs> but I actually couldn't watch them because we don't have cable. Um, I couldn't watch them either. But, but Lady Gaga performed, and apparently Kesha had. Well, I watched part of it and cried, but Kesha had a very moving <laughs> performance as well. Um, and of course, Ed Sheeran beat both of them out for a song about meeting <sighs> a hot girl in a club, as opposed to yes. both of their songs that were about <laughs> traumatic times in their lives. So yeah, this is good news, though. We got we can't we can't uh, we can't relish that horrible event. But well, I completely agree; it's ridiculous. Well, the good news is that Bruno Mars won Album of the Year. <laughs> That is true. Um, so on the back of Bruno Mars winning, um, I, I hope we, I hope nothing comes out about Bruno Mars because he's just a lovable fool um, and so talented. So uh, this week's song of the week uh, is Finesse yeah. Remix featuring Cardi B. Okay. Oh yeah, we're dripping the finesse and getting paid. Ow. Ooh, don't we look good together? There's a reason why they watch all night long. Well, I, I do not, I'm sorry, I personally, not a fan of Cardi B. I love her, I love her, I love her, I love her. I encourage you all to be fans of Cardi B. I do not like Cardi B, uh, but Why this is anything, a fun then? song. Huh? Why say anything then? Because I don't want to be associated with somebody who likes Cardi B, okay? I love Cardi B. <laughs> um, but this song is so fun, and it's so, like, 90s, they're dressed, the album cover, like, the single cover, they're dressed in like 90s gear and the music video is hilarious and super 90s and this is a good like grooving song i was running in 103 degree weather uh on last sunday and i had this song come on and i started like run dancing (laughs) 
they performed it at this, the Grammys. It is too hot. Oh, yeah, did they? In the outfits. Nice. Yeah. It's a great song. It is a great song. So great job to Bruno Mars. Uh, and we have officially added that song to our Good News Is playlist, which remains very difficult to find. And I'm so sorry. I'm trying to figure it out. It's driving me crazy. It's all right. We've moved on. Um, <laughs> so one thing that's making me happy this week, should we move on to the happy thoughts? Yeah. Um, mine is that it was announced this week that Tom Hanks is going to be playing Mr. Rogers in the bio. Yeah, that's so good. I'm so excited. I read literally no details about it besides that. (laughs) (laughs) That's all you need to know. That's the extent of my knowledge. (laughs) The end. Mm. Tom Hanks, the end. Yep. That's going to be great. I'm so excited about that. Yeah. What about you? Uh, my first one is, it's obvious, is feeding birds, feeding wild birds out of your hands. <laughs> like, not a very relatable one, but if you ever get the chance, definitely do it. I did it it's when so I was amazing. a kid in Michigan. Did you? Yeah, a lot, actually. It's super fun. It's super fun. It's, I got, I didn't mention that there were also ducks that I was feeding too out of my hand. It's just so fun. Mom, if you're listening, <laughs> send me the pic of me feeding birds and we'll put them side by side on the Instagram. That's a great yeah. idea. <laughs> uh, what's your other thing? Um, no, you do your other one first. Oh, okay. Uh, well, this is a little bit of a weird one, but my uh, Airbnb host is a chef. Um, she's so nice. Um, and she owns a couple of restaurants, but she has a, because she's a chef, um, this is a house she rents out. She doesn't live in it, but she still has what is clearly like her overflow of cookbooks. And so, like, before bed or if I'm just kind of, like, relaxing, you know, getting ready to go do something, I've just pulled a cookbook off the wall and, and looked through it. So my, my thing is cookbooks. I love a good cookbook. What? You made me get rid of so many of my cookbooks. Yes. Beca- yeah, because we don't have a place to store them, and you, they, just ex- they just sort of exist. Hypocrite. <laughs> I don't accept this. This is very hypocritical. Well, that's fine, but I have enjoyed. All right, all right. I will. I will amend my thing to say, I love reading cookbooks. I do not love having cookbooks. <laughs> Sorry, I yawned. I also love reading cookbooks and also <laughs> having them. Um. All right. What's your last? My thing? last one is that I'm going to Australia. Woo! Finally, you're excited about it. You'll stress ball. <laughs> Sorry, I have a disorder, okay? Um, I got my ticket booked, um, just waiting for my passport to come back because friendly tip to listeners, if your passport is expiring within six months of you leaving the country, they can deny your re-entry into the country, even if it's within yeah, six months. Yeah, which is just so dumb. It makes no sense. So my passport um, was expiring in July. So I had to send it in for expedite. And it's very scary because you send it in the mail. That's all. Right. And you may not. Ne- yeah. <laughs> you, it could get lost. Or you may never get it back. Yeah. Your, your identity is stolen the next yeah, week. It's yeah. super scary. Um, <laughs> so. But at least that person would only get to steal your identity for six months. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I'm not so much scared about that. I'm scared about not being able to go to Australia. Oh, My yeah. priorities yeah. are in order. <laughs> Wait, did you get it back yet? Sorry. Uh, no, I did not get it back yet. 
Oh, well, fingers crossed. I know. Who knows? Um, So, yeah, I am going to be visiting Dan in Melbourne for two and a half weeks, um, exploring uh, the city and the views and the continent. Yeah. um, So, actually, for some of our listeners, I think you kind of get the sense of our general vibe. Um, But if you're familiar with the Melbourne area, um, I was thinking of booking um, where I am currently when Liv gets here. I was thinking of booking in uh, the Fitzroy area, uh, nice and hipster. But uh, if you have suggestions on either just like places we have to go or um, places to stay that you think we might like to stay uh, not like hotel like specific hotels just areas um i would love those suggestions because obviously you know australians know better the city than i do so please send those along if you have those yeah um this instagrammer girl that i follow was just there so that was pretty convenient because i got to see <laughs> some <laughs> yeah. recommendations uh but yeah so i'll be heading there to visit and then hopefully he'll be coming home after that so we have two more months until he's back in sunny los angeles Yep, but you know, it's a good, it sucks, and I miss you, and Bert, and my family, but this is a pretty good place to be for two months. Well, three total, but two more months. Anyway, yeah, so I can't wait to eat vegan McDonald's. (laughs) That's it, and then you can leave. definitely. (laughs) All right, well, uh, I think that's going to be our show here, folks. Uh, Thanks again so much for listening. Um, you know, I really, we really appreciate these next couple of months as we go through this, you know, sort of shaky Rrr. journey of, of trying to, huh? You were like, <laughs> it was neighing uh. while we, while we ride horses, uh, while we go through this, you know, relatively shaky, uh, a, a approach to doing this podcast. Um, we really appreciate your patience and your continued listenership. Um, please share the show with a friend. Um, if you do share it with a friend, let us know and we'll, we'll thank you on, uh, whatever. And whether it's Instagram or Twitter or Facebook or wherever you want to be thanked, um, please just, just send our show to, to a friend and say, Hey, you might, you might enjoy this. Um, we really, really, really would appreciate that. Um, and where else can they find us, Liv? They can find us on Instagram at at goodnewsispod. They can find us on Twitter at, at goodnewsispod. They can email us at, at goodnewsispod at gmail.com. Um, oh, we got a suggestion from my brother-in-law to say no news is pod news <laughs> at email but you know we're gonna stick with our original yeah um and you can find dan on instagram at on puns and noodles and on twitter at muse and noob which is a reference to his other podcast the muse of pals which you should check out um and you can find me on instagram at uh through the sprawl i have twitter but i rarely tweet so it's it's at not underscore underscore Aaron and please tweet her as we've said several times. Girls just want to have fun lyrics. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. All right, babe. Well, uh, do you have a final moment of funny? I do. Let me pull it up here. Um, first of all, did you know that Lin Manuel Miranda's wife and him had another baby? I did not know that. No, I didn't know they had any baby. I didn't know he was married. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so this is, um, from at mouth eaters, which yuck. Um, and it says, did you know you can just start screaming basically anywhere? It's not illegal or anything. (laughs) (laughs) It actually is illegal to scream fire. Anyway, 
<laughs> this has been the good news is thank you for listening and keep those pets cuddled and smooched. Goodbye. Bye.